Welcome to Game Time in the Triangle. I'm your host, Trisha Williamson. This week, we have a very special guest, the first week and the last week, Mr. Jay Sunhalter. How are you? I'm good. Glad to be back. You've been commentating for us all all season now, and it's been a pretty darn good season so far, right? It's been amazing. I mean, just so many good games, and, and I love getting to watch these teams and, and get to know the coaches and the players throughout the week in preparation and then being out there with the schools on Friday night is just so much fun. I can't believe how fast the season's already gone. I can't believe it's the last week. It's unbelievable. So I've been at home because I've been posting the highlights on Twitter I and Instagram. You do there. a great job. I, well, I don't really, you know, like it gets sent to me and then I post it. Um, but what I've been doing is listening to you all because you say whoever through slash cat, right, catch right. and I get to actually tag all the players and everything this year and that makes it a lot easier when I'm like on a computer they love it well it's so cool seeing like the players go back after the game I'll see them retweet or, or like or have a comment and then all the family or school you know whoever it is comment on the stuff I know they love it. I've had kids uh, some of the players and the coaches you know talk about that so it's, it's awesome what you do to to hype them up and show what they're doing during the game it's been really great and I actually listening to you all as well I'm getting a better sense of how freaking good all of these players are, yeah. like the stars on the teams. And um, when I'm counting how many touchdowns or passes or yards or whatever the players are getting, I'm getting a much better understanding of like, dang, they're yeah. like, they're great. They they amaze me. I mean, it's, 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 uh, it's so cool to see these guys because you know how hard they work. And just to see the growth and development of these players and some of these guys, you know, I've seen when they're freshmen or sophomore and now they're older, or even if I haven't, it's just the athleticism. It's, it's amazing. And just from 10 years ago, 20 years ago to the way it is now, these kids are so big, they're so fast and they're so skilled. We were at Wake Forest last week where they played Rollsville. It was a big game, big rivalry. Uh, didn't turn out that, you know, um, what we expected it to be because what, three minutes in, we were off the yeah, field. lightning delay, yeah. That was, how was that for you all? What were you all doing during the delay? Well, we were trying to stay safe, first of all. So I was in the, I was in the press box, went to the uh, truck as well, and then also went to uh, kind of talk to the coaches on both sides and kind of just kind of see what everybody was saying as far as what we thought for the delay and what the weather was looking like. Um, but yeah, I was just kind of, you know, relaxing, ready, ready for the weather to get out of, uh, of the radar and for us to get back going. And I know the players and the coaches, you know, for both sides were just kind of trying to stay relaxed and knowing they're going to go back out there is just kind of a waiting game until the weather cleared. But you know, it, it was one of those games where you can't, it's hard to prepare for that if you're a player. And then, you know, you're in that situation, you just kind of have to rev yourself back up because you got to go out there and play. You know, they stopped at around nine minutes left in the first quarter. So they had to play the majority of the game after the delay. I was watching the Twitter feed because I have a lot of the teams that we feature on the Twitter feed. And so I saw Apex said, we're under weather delay. And then Clayton yeah. said, we're under weather delay. And I was texting to the producers and they all left. It was done. And I was like, oh, okay. So, you know, we, we watched the line come through and it was a pretty strong storm. So, you know, I'm glad that we got off. And, but yeah. anyway. I'm so glad I got the weather went, you know, got out of the way and then, and then we could get going because yeah. you never know when those storms come. Yeah, it's true. And so we didn't get back on the field until what, nine? Yeah, nine a little bit after nine. Yeah. Yeah. That's so it was a late night for everybody. How was it driving home? Oh, I never, I never get tired. You know, I'm. 
I'm always, I'm a machine. I just keep going no matter how late it is. I never, I never sleep. So <laughs> it was fun. So we get back on the field and Wake Forest and Rollsville, they seem, you know, ready to go. I think they traded, um, quarter, they uh, traded touchdowns, They went right? back and forth. Yeah. I mean, they, they were revved up and, and yeah, explosive from, you know, from the beginning of, of the, the jump start of the, you know, after the delay. Um, yeah, it, it's, it really was amazing though, because for those kids, you know, they, they got there, you know, obviously for school, they were there all day and finished, you know, around midnight. So mm-hmm. it was a long day for those guys, but just impressed with, you know, what, what the game means to them because they were out there for a while. Yeah. So we talk about Rollsville, they had a record setting score. They scored 75 points in the game, but you know, Wake Forest, they were coming out they got 27 points. You know, it didn't seem like um, they were not playing well. I feel like Rollsville just kind of went to another level. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, it was a huge rivalry game and just one of those games where Rollsville was on fire on the offensive end. And uh, Wake Forest w- was as well. I mean, it was matching them back and forth mm-hmm. and then just a situation where uh, Rollsville got a couple stops and then their offense just took off and then you know then then the game ended up the way it did but that that rivalry's you know r- really special and, and for Wake Forest I mean the, just the best history mm-hmm. three state championships 16 17 and 18 Rollsville new school having a really good year Wake Forest having a great year so it's a really fun atmosphere so where does that put them now in the rankings because I think Wake Forest was they were undefeated right uh, uh, Wake Forest Wake Forest had had a lot had um they had two losses so Okay. So they they um yeah so I mean they're they're still you know in the running for all their goals are in front of them you know playoffs coming up and, and Rollsville has one loss on the year so you know this week's the last last week of the regular season so uh, Heritage is playing Rollsville and then Wake Forest is playing Millbrook so two big games so what does that happen like if Rollsville loses are they still out of playoff contention or do they need to no, win oh, both teams are still they're I mean in. both teams want to win for seeding um but but both teams are in the playoffs and one player that I wanted to to um, highlight was Braden Atkinson. Yeah, it's amazing. You mentioned a couple of times that his throws are, you know, NFL worthy. Yeah, I mean, he those throws are unbelievable, and I meant it. I mean, there's guys, there's guys in college that can't make those throws, and he was accurate. And uh, he's only a junior. Yeah, I think it was um, Alford. He threw one to Alford, who caught it over his shoulder and went into the end zone, and it blew my mind. It really yeah. did. It felt like I was watching a professional game. Well, the thing that I saw, yeah, exactly. It looked like a pro game, but it, it amazed me with the athleticism and how good they are. Also, what I saw from that is a lot of work they put in together because in order mm-hmm. to execute at that level, it shows you a lot of work you put in, you know, in practice, offseason, all that stuff. Atkinson, time to throw again. Heaves it, left side, and the receiver beats his man, and down goes off and down the sideline again. This will be from 77 yards. Yeah, Atkinson, I I don't have the exact number, but I think it was over 500 yards he, yeah. he threw for. He was on fire. Yeah. Best, best game of his career. And that 75 points was a school record. Uh, one of my favorite uh, clips was them trying to dunk their coach. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they couldn't dunk their coach. He's got moves. They so. missed, yeah. He saw him out of the corner of his eye, and he was he was eluding them. Yeah, of course, away. you know, they've got the moves because he's got them, and he was right. able to teach them that, wasn't he? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Of course, Wake Forest, a huge rival. You just put up 75 points. What kind of win does this mean to your school? Um, it's big. You know, it's actually a school record. Um, we actually were able to put up 75 points. And, you know, my boys are excited. I'm excited how they fought, came out from the halftime, and, you know, put on some more. So I'm excited. Ahead. One more game in the season, and then you're going into postseason. How do you carry that momentum into the next couple weeks? Yeah, preparation. You know, my guys, like I said earlier, they went through a lot of adversity. 
on the offseason and even during the season. But just preparation, continue to keep these guys humble and hungry. So we'll be fine going there. All right. Well, thank you, Coach. I'm going to go ahead and hand this over. Go ahead and celebrate with your team. And back to you in the booth. So the rest of the season so far, like, yeah, you mentioned it's gone really fast, but we've had some really, really great games, and I've got kind of a top three. I was wondering if you yeah. want to go through the top Let's three go. here. Okay, so my number three is the Garner-Millbrook game. Yeah, wild. Right? That was a good one. Um, I expected that, uh, you know, Millbrook would take it, but Garner wasn't, yeah. they weren't going to lay down easy, were they? On the road and uh, in that ball game, you know, they came back and uh, Deron Donald, first year head coach, what what a huge win for him against Millbrook, who's fantastic. And Millbrook's had a great year, same as Garner this year, but that, that was a fun, that was a physical game and uh, it went down to the wire and Garner won it at the end. I was so screaming at my <laughs> like honestly screaming at my television during that game I'm a little bit biased because I live in Garner and I was really excited for the team to be you know to do well um, but really excited to see that kind of comeback as well because it looked like Millbrook was trying to run away with it and Garner was like no that's, yeah. that's just not gonna happen yeah it was it was it was a back and forth game yeah it was really fun this offensive line tonight for Garner saying not the biggest group but they've been very effective they create a hole here, and taking advantage is Grant, his second touchdown of the half. And the Trojans have stormed back to take the lead. And then my second, my number two, is the Apex Carry game. Wow. Played during yeah. the Tropical Storm. Monsoon. Right. You know what? I'm actually really surprised that we never had to go off the field for that one. We never had yeah. lightning or thunder during it. It was just torrential downpour that came through. And for most of the game, it was really tight. It was 7-7 for the majority of the game. And, you know, I honestly, we were all expecting to go into overtime. Yeah. <laughs> and so out comes the kicker. He's at 52 yards. Tell me the truth. Did you think he was going to make it? Um, the fact that Coach Mazurka sent him out there, I, I had a feeling. If you're if you're sending your kicker out in a driving rainstorm and, uh, and in that situation – that means he had confidence. Yeah. So most people on the outside, may, you know, may not have known, but I thought the fact that he was going out there for it, I thought he was going to make it. Yeah. So, so I, I thought he had a chance to make it, but unbelievable kick in those conditions. Yep. Caleb Willis made the 52 yard field goal. Uh, we were, we asked if that was a school record. It is not a school record. I'm pretty sure the record is like 56 yards, something like that. And so he's got, you know, the number two yeah, field goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got the number two longest field goal in I bet that uh, in 56 wasn't in a driving rainstorm, so. <laughs> You're right. The wind and the rain, it kind of, yeah, I... I didn't have much confidence that he was going to make it. I was like, that's kind of, you know, it's hard to make any yeah. field goal that that far. And then, you know, the weather was not cooperating. So, uh, but I love the shot of all of the students ready to like, you know, have the game over. They're in the rain. They don't care that it's raining on them. And right. it, was, it must have been such a good time for Willis, like, to, to do that, you know. S something he'll remember forever. I mean, really, that's that was an amazing moment for him to come through in a clutch situation in a rivalry game. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Well, this is all you could want here for Apex, an opportunity to win it inside of a minute with a field goal opportunity, and this is what we expected. Both teams playing so hard tonight, this is what a rivalry looks like. And this is confidence in your kicker. I mean, this is this is... A guy that you trust that can go out there, get the job done no matter the conditions. Willis has a strong leg. Klingman the holder. Good snap. Placement. It's up. 
and it is going to be good! 52-yard field goal from Caleb Willis with 11 seconds remaining. All the colleges watching this game are going to see this kick and want him even more. What a huge kick under pressure in the worst conditions possible. Willis comes through for his team. Okay, you ready for number one? Yeah. My number one, Wakefield Broughton. Wow. Wakefield Broughton, because that's another one I was screaming at my my <laughs> television. Um, you know, I, I haven't really um, watched a lot in my life, and this season has kind of made me appreciate the little nuances of the game. And that one especially, I was in it. Yeah. I was – it was so good. Um Remind me with Wakefield and Broughton, who was really like who was expected to come out on top in that game? Well, that that was a game where it, it was really evenly matched game, and uh, you know, it's kind of a pick 'em type of game. Both teams, you know, a lot on the line early on in the season, trying to kind of get get uh, you know that leg up um, mm-hmm. and, and momentum um, through that first part of the year. So you know, evenly matched game, you know, Broughton at home, you know, home field advantage is always good, and uh, you know, for Wakefield, a tough tough place to play on the road tough to get a victory and you know early on Broughton had the upper hand and the Wakefield came back and and there in the last minute huge touchdown to to go ahead I had it um I had it written down here Monday he had two interceptions Vogler was throwing really well right um what do you think changed it that made Wakefield come back I, I just think you know in in so many games it's all about momentum shifts and how does that happen spark plays and defense got a stop then they had a a big touchdown that third quarter and it just seemed like the momentum shifted even though Wakefield was down you know they they captured the momentum they got hot at the right time Mm -hmm. um yeah it's just it, it really is amazing though how a couple plays can change the course of a game and that's what happened with Wakefield and uh you know they they executed there in the last minute and you know and 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 got away, got that win on the road, which was, you know, a huge victory for them. I imagine that it was um, fairly intimidating to, yeah. you know, you're behind, you need this last second thing to huge crowd too. But it was, it was, it was a fantastic ending and, you know, yeah. just sitting there watching, you know, I'm a fan of both teams, you know, mm-hmm. and want both teams to do well. And, uh, and just to see each side competing was really awesome. I'll have to go and, um, get a clip of the like the very last couple of plays because it was just so good i had so much fun yeah like watching that particular game they did really really well so wakefield ended up uh 29 broughton 24 Merck on first down throws it towards the end zone caught is it a touchdown yes it is jack mckenzie who came up with the big grab on first down now gets the nc assist touchdown so yeah, so those are my three favorite games of the season. Um, Good picks. Thank you. I appreciate that. There's a, a couple of other standouts this season. Apex Friendship, they won twice. Yeah, seven and two on the year. Mm-hmm. And then um, they they beat Panther Creek at home, and then they also beat, no, no, Athens Panther Drive. Creek was at home. Yeah. They beat them on the road, and then they beat Athens Drive on the road. Yeah, S- two trophies. I know. They got to lift both of them, didn't they? Um, do you? You talk about like when they win on the road, is it tougher to do that? Yeah, I mean it's tough on the road. You know, sometimes it's it's fun going to a different atmosphere where, you know, you're you're in a hostile environment. But um yeah, it's tough winning on the road, especially at Panther Creek, which had a really good crowd and Athens Drive. Um 
those are those are loud stadiums and mm-hmm. uh yeah they they are seven and two at this point with the final game this week weekend looking you know to to win eight regular season games setting themselves up for the playoffs but th- those are two big victories yeah, we had Clayton teams twice this year we had Cleveland against Heritage that was a pretty good game really good it was really close until Cleveland just was like okay we're done we're gonna start scoring yeah, all over the place for now. the fourth quarter they they kind of secured that game but it, it was it was close it was pretty close till till the end yeah it was a good game good season opener there and then we went to uh we had uh the Clayton Comets against yeah. the South Garner Titans. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. Um, another atmosphere and facilities of our Clayton just just awesome and Scott Chadwick, um, you know, and his team what he's built there in his second year. Uh, a, a huge victory and they've got a big game against Cleveland this this Friday. So um that'll that'll be a fun one to watch and, and see the outcome of Cleveland versus Clayton. I noticed on the video that everything was so clear and whatever lights yeah. they have is so beautiful. It's beautiful. Turf field, uh they have multiple practice fields. Their weight room's awesome. They're building a new press box. So it's 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 amazing. Fancy it's amazing the the support they have and, and uh you know the fan base, the school, the coach, the players over there. It's a uh, first class. We talked to the principal there. They had she had an interview and she was talking about how amazing the community is and she's from the community. She went there. Her mom went to Clayton, yeah. I'm pretty sure, and so it's like a really long line in the city and uh they they really care about the the school, sure. you can tell. Yeah. We're almost done with the season. We're on week 10 this week. We've got Leesville Road. Yeah. They're gonna, are they going to be at Cardinal Gibbons? It's at Cardinal Gibbons. This is huge. Break it down for me. Yeah. What's at stake here? Well, the, the Cap 6 championship, uh, whoever wins will be the conference champion. So that's huge playoff seeding. Uh, the winner's potentially going to have a top five seed. Whoever loses may you know fall in the teens as far as the seed goes. Uh, and these are the two best teams uh, in that conference and, and two of the best in the area and two of the best in the state. So they know each other very well. They play every year. Uh, this is a huge one. The atmosphere is going to be just amazing. Uh, I can't wait for Friday night. It's going to be so much, so much, uh, you know, the competition, the fan bases, the just what's on the line. There's just so much to this game, and I can't wait for it. The playoffs will go uh, – through the rest of this month and into November? into Yeah, into December. State championships are going to be December 8th and December 9th. So it's it's going to be, you know, even though this is the end of the regular season, still a long way to go till we get to the state championships. So it'll be exciting. We cover the state championships on the CW22 and my RDC TV every year. It's one of my favorite weekends. Yeah. When I try to watch both of them, it, it doesn't always work out very well. But <laughs> I like to, you know, I love that they go to the college stadiums to do. So cool. And you'll be covering it as well. Yeah, yeah, I'll be there. I'll be. They haven't announced which site. Uh, you know the the foray and where where we'll be, but uh, it'll either be at North Carolina State or at UNC. So thinking back on the season, do you have um, a favorite point, a favorite play, a favorite anything <laughs> that you can think I of? I mean, I love all of it. It's hard to pick one. Um, I just think, you know, I'll, I'll give you a couple here. So I think one of the funnest things, you know, I talk about is, is getting to know the players and the coaches. And, uh, you know, going out when we shot the preseason special uh, for the show and going going and meeting everybody at practice and getting to interview the coaches and the players, that's such a highlight. Then And building that relationship and then every week talking to the coaches uh, on the phone and getting the background on the team. Um, then after the game, you know, just talking to the fans and, you know, how excited everybody is that we broadcast to the game. 
those are those are some of the best parts you know parts of being involved and then you know just working working with our team and being there every friday night and having our our team that we go out and and you know shoot the show and and that's all of those are highlights and then, and then just as far as the games i mean those top 3 games but all of them there's so many uh so many moments where guys had huge plays and i just get excited for the kids and the coaches so they get that visibility and they get an opportunity to to play and and have it on tv and uh you know something where they can share that you know for for with all their friends and family for a long time. You mentioned uh, the team there, and I was going to mention that we had some new faces on Friday Night Rivals this year. Uh, we had Faith Kane, who was down yeah. on the sidelines, who's awesome, and we had Kendall Smith yeah. also down there on the sidelines. They uh, they did both this year, and then Joe Sampson. The week that you couldn't be there, yeah. So Joe played at East Carolina. So Joe Joe uh, lives down in Greenville. Great great guy, and uh, did a really good job. He did. He was yeah. really great. I enjoyed. Uh, like listening to somebody different and yeah. then um, seeing Faith, like she is down there. She's talking to coaches and she is like in it. I yeah. really enjoyed listening to her. And um, Kendall, I was talking to Patrick Johnson about Kendall. Um, her voice is so like rich and yeah. she was a, a ton of fun to listen to as well. Yeah. So, so much fun being with different teammates that we have and, uh, you know, and working with them. It's, it's, it's a blast every week. Well, last week, Jay. I know. I want more games. I, I, I wish the season wasn't wasn't coming to an end, but we'll be we'll be back for state championships and we'll be following it all the way. Well, Jason Halter, our color commentator, thank you so much for joining me today. Trisha, always it's awesome. It's Great really seeing nice you. To talk Good to job you. this year. I've been loving listening to the podcast. You do an outstanding job. Great guests. So thank you. Keep well, up the great work. You're honestly, doing great. Ninety percent of them are you, Jay. So thank you so <laughs> no, much. Not true. <laughs> it's all because of you. Like no, like I'm not even kidding. It's all because of you. You did well, a great job thank helping you for me everything. this year. Thank you. It's been fun. Our final regular Friday Night Rivals game will play this Friday at 7 o'clock between Cardinal Gibbons and Leesville Road. It's a big, important game, and I'm sure it's going to be a great matchup. You can watch that Friday at 7 on MyRDC. We also stream at MyRDCTV.com slash watch, and we are on Facebook Live. Thank you so much for tuning in to Game Time in the Triangle. I'm your host, Trisha Williamson. I'd like to say thank you again to Jason Halter, our color commentator, and congratulations to the Friday Night Rivals Game Trophy winner, Rollsville, on your 75-point record-breaking win. <laughs>